Welcome to the panel on RNZ National Core Wallace Chapman, Toku Ingoa. Coming up on the program, the economy has posted strong growth today with GDP numbers. What does it mean for you? What does it mean for your pocket? And have we averted recession? That just after four. Also, the Wallabies have not won the Blitterslow Cup since 2002. There must be a sense across the Tasman that tonight could be the night. We cross live to Melbourne. John Anderson is president of the rugby club in Victoria, and it's a sellout. 55,000 people at the stadium tonight. Dodgy building stories. That on the panel. Anyone can call themselves a builder these days, regardless of qualifications. And a petition has been launched demanding airlines clearly communicate passengers' rights when flights are disrupted. There's nothing more frustrating than being affected by a flight cancellation. You might be travelling with young children or with elderly relatives. Mr. Conference, not enough funds to stay over. What have been your flight experiences? I'd love to hear from you. You can text me at 2101, email the panel at rnz.co.nz. Our manahiri today, Leone Freeman, Chief Executive of the New Zealand Property Council. Kia ora, Leone. Kia ora. Um, also, Alan, Professor Alan Blackman, he's Professor, Professor of Chemistry at AUT. Alan, kia ora, welcome to the programme. Kia ora, Wallace, how are you? Good, Leone and Alan, uh, all uh, with the seatbelts on and uh, ready to go for this afternoon. Now, first, a question to our panellists. How do these sounds make you feel? <laughs> My producer says I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> as well as well she should say that because that's disgusting, right? <laughs> but then you also gotta laugh when it's portrayed like that. And <laughs> <laughs> the New York Times writer Melinda Wenamoya described the rage she feels from the sound of her husband chewing. She may suffer from something known as misophonia. Others just cannot stand slurping. Others are set off by pen clicking. Heavy breathing is another one. To explain just what this is, we're joined by clinical psychologist at Victoria University of Wellington School of Psychology, Dr. Dougal Sutherland. Uh, kia ora, Dougal. Thank you for being with us. Kia ora, Wallace. Nice to be on. Um, first, I, I didn't know this is a phenomenon, but uh, I understand it's been increasingly researched. Tell us about it. What is misphonia? How common is it? Yeah, you're right. It is. It is a pretty new thing. Ten years ago, we weren't really talking about it, but um, research has increased in the last decade or so. And really, the best definition is it's a really extreme sensitivity um, or, or decreased tolerance to certain sounds. So it's it's more than just kind of finding them a bit annoying or a bit oh. you know they get on your get on your wicker. But it's a really extreme. So you, your emotional response is really extreme. Could be disgust. It could be anxiety. It could be uh, really, really angry. But it's it, it, it's a it's a the, the the size of the response is out of proportion really to to the to the trigger. Oh, I see. So it's a little bit because to, to be honest with you, um, Dougal, I, I don't really enjoy people slurping their soup. Um, I, I'm not a big fan of hearing, but it doesn't annoy me so much. It just gets on my Wick, just a little bit. <laughs> but that's very different from having uh, actual misophonia. It is. And, and people that have misophonia talk about 
sort of living almost a life of torture as they as they listen to people slurping or, or, or smacking of their teeth or, or it could be pen clicking or something like that. Um, and so it's and also one of the characteristics of it is that once you sort of tune into the the sound that you hate. Uh, ironically, it's very difficult to tune out again. We and, and that's not uncommon for Goodness. lots of things, but you know it's very hard to ignore. You're, you're almost on alert to listening for it, and, mm. and and got your ears out listening for it um, to hear if it happens. And of course, that keeps the whole thing going. Yeah, Sandra says crunching apples and popcorn sets me right on edge. It's horrific. What about um, you? Remember in the day when you had blackboards and people used mm. to put their fingernails down? That that was always one that would get people's reaction. It would, and I think that's, that, that there's a common one. I remember, you know, fingers on blackboards, and I think most people have that response. Um, doesn't quite the same if you put your fingers down a whiteboard, but you know, <laughs> fingers down the blackboard is, is a pretty common response, and I think that's the sharpness of the sound. But what we know from misophonia is that it, it's kind of quite individualistic. Some people can't stand chewing, mm-hmm. some people can't stand a pen clicking, um, and 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 yeah, there, there certainly seem to be some brain differences in in those people that suffer from it. Alan, you're more familiar with this than others. Yeah, indeed. I mean, it was remarkable that you chose to discuss this today because this is exactly what my partner suffers from. Um, she <clears throat> basically cannot stand me <laughs> eating. Um, you know, we, we sort of have to eat in separate rooms, really. Um, wow. And this wasn't always a thing with her. It's just sort of come on over the years, I guess. But, you know, things like going out for, for dinner or going out with a crowd and eating with lots of people, it's, it is. It's just absolute torture for her. Um, and, you know, she, she reacts in that way that you said. You know, it's just, it's just an anger. And, you know, she says like she, you know, feels like throwing something or, you know, putting a fist through the wall or something like that. Just these noises of particularly eating, sniffing, um, you know, eating, eating with your mouth open, anything like that. And, um, and as you say, I mean, you know, she'd been investigating this, you know, for a long time and, and has only really lately found out that, yes, this is actually a thing. This is, Good this heavens. is misophonia. And, Good heavens um, above. So you yeah. have to, dinner time, 6.30 p.m. comes, you're making the lasagna, you, Alan Blackman, <laughs> go, go off to another room to have your dinner? Well, I, I, I sit in front of the TV and she hops off to the bedroom. I shouldn't say that. But <laughs> it's her choice. But, <laughs> but so, um, gosh. Yeah, yeah that's, that's exactly it. We, you know, we really have to eat in separate rooms. So and there's a real-world example there, Dr. Sutherland. Mm. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. It's and it, it, I, I think it really highlights how how impactful this can mm. be. Um, you know, think about how many activities we do. Uh, you know, that involve eating. How many social activities we go out for dinner, or we have people round, or, or we often eat with other people. And if if you really can't stand that, and again, let's let's be clear, it's not just oh, it gets on my wicker, but it's a right. real. I just can't tolerate this at all. Yeah. Then so, you have to sub out of the whole activity, and that really cuts you out of a whole lot of social yeah. activities. Yep, absolutely true. Absolutely true. So if, if you have got any treatments for it, um, please let me know because um, I'm sure my partner would be very, very interested. Well, yeah, I was going to ask, Dougal, uh, how can, because it is an emerging field yep. in psychological research, this is from a New York Times article, um, how can people seek help at this stage? 
So there isn't, um, as with many psychological conditions, there isn't actually a, a cure, in quotes, at, at no. the moment. But, but there's, there's things that can be done to help people, I, I guess I'd call it sort of desensitising themselves. And what I mean by that is figuring out some practical steps that they can do to tolerate it um, when they have to. Um, but also, you know, that, that pattern I referred to earlier where you become hyper alert to the sound and sort of almost looking for it. Um, seeing if you can interrupt that pattern so you're not quite so highly attuned to the sound, which, which is difficult to do. Um, but, but that's sort of one of the, it's more a coping mechanism, I guess, rather than a, than a cure. Mm. Well, Dr. Solon Kiora, thank you for your time. And uh, so interesting, isn't it? That's a clinical psychologist at Victoria. Um, Someone says, oh, my goodness, I thought it was just me. I, too, cannot stand hearing people eat. So, um, Alan, you are living with this. um, And uh, and also thanks for sharing your personal story on this. But needless to say, it must be a little bit limiting on uh, social interactions and going out together, maybe on a date or uh, to a dinner party. Yep. No, absolutely it is. And, you know, sometimes, you know, we just, we just can't, can't do it. You know, it'll, you know, you'll get to somewhere and, and, and there'll be somebody there. And, you know, this is the amazing thing to me is that there'll be somebody on the other side of the room eating, you know, and you mm. think they're absolutely miles away, but, you know, Rebecca can, can hear that person, that one wow. person in a crowded room. And it just, you know, it's, it, it must be horrible, you know, for her, it must be absolutely absolutely terrible and and you know i i can't get my head around mm. oh tera korua no mai hoki mai anoki i've been thinking leone he aha ofakaro what are your thoughts this afternoon yeah, well, IBT. Yeah, I've been thinking. So many of us know that we get an extra unplanned public holiday on the 26th of September. And I think for m- many people, uh, they'll get to enjoy an extra day away from work. But I've been thinking that um, that has another impact for businesses and particularly those in events and hospitality who once again will be impacted um, and who have been impacted sig- significantly during COVID. But even more than that, my heart goes out to those impacted with important medical procedures. And I've got some family and friends in this situation whose operations are now postponed. Oh, really? Um, Specialist appointments are now cancelled. Chemo treatments impacted. And I suppose, you know, what I've been thinking about is perhaps we could have had a solution uh, you know, thought a little bit more than just putting out a, a blanket holiday, you know, with a couple of weeks' notice for those desperately in need of these important treatments. And I think that's sort of got forgotten somewhere. Um, so that's what I've been thinking about. Absolutely fair point, wow. Bernie. Yeah. Uh, your chemo missed or had to be yeah. rescheduled or... It's very your, stressful uh, for people uh, at the time. Dialysis up at the hospital having yep. to be put off for yet another week. Or, or an operation day. which might have already been postponed before. Um, so, you know, I just think about those people um, because a lot of them have been impacted significantly during COVID anyway with all the lockdowns and all the issues around that. Um, and here we go again, yeah, well, you know, with the best of intents trying it, to support, you know, but a um, whole lot of these people. So that's what I've been thinking about. So my heart goes out to them. Well, it might have happened to you too, uh, 2101, oh. if uh, that has impacted it in that particular way. But just before we move on to Alan Blackman, Leonie, the Queen died. It's just a one-off. 
That's pretty significant. Yeah, look, it, it is. I mean, it's a, it is a significant thing. She's been an amazing woman, amazing monarch for all those years, um, and I think it is important that we recognise it. But I'm also conscious of a lot of Kiwis with major medical issues that now get impacted once again. Okay. So, just thought maybe we could have done it in a slightly Kia different way. Uh, Alan Blackman, what's your IBT? Okay, Wallace, I'd like to put out a plea to all of your wonderful listeners um, of this program. So I would like to publicize a YouTube channel of a Kiwi guy by the name of Nick Fisher. And he goes by the uh, moniker Indigo Traveller. And, you know, I, I would imagine some of your listeners would be familiar with his YouTube series. So what he does is he goes around to parts of the world which... I guess, are not on everybody's sort of travel list. So in the past, he's vlogged from places like Afghanistan, Libya, Honduras, uh, Ukraine after the invasion, North Korea, Yemen. And he is currently in Haiti. And his latest video has come up uh, on YouTube a couple of days ago. Um, And it makes for absolutely horrific viewing. you know, we talk about third world standards or something. This in this place, Cité Soleil in um, Port-au-Prince in Haiti, uh, it's sixth world, it's tenth world. It's just unbelievable that people can live in the, those conditions. And what I would urge listeners to do, if you have the time, is to go and check out his channel, Indigo Traveller. Um, have a look at this particular video all about Haiti. And then he is soliciting donations uh, to feed the kids in this particular slum. I mean, slum is too good a word for it. It's just un- indescribably awful. So he he is after GoFundMe money um, for this. And honestly, people, it would be wow. fantastic if everybody could give a little something because you watch this, you will be staggered that, you know, people on earth live like this. It's just, it's it's terrible. Yeah, kia ora, Alan. So that's Sorry to be a doubt. No, no, vlog worth uh, worth highlighting. How vlog is uh, vlogs from less touristy places in the world, like Somalia, Yemen, uh, Afghanistan, uh, and he goes by the name of Indigo Traveller. Is that right? That's the one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's a, he's a boy from Wanaka, so oh, okay. yeah, yeah. And and he's doing amazing things. You know, he's he's showing you the way that the world really is, and. Um, you know, I think it's a fantastic watch. It really is. We're talking flight cancellations around quarter past four. How have you been impacted and how this petition to get the airlines to be more upfront? Text us 2101. You're on the panel, RNZ National. Nice to be with you. Four to five.